Welcome to the Empty Arena Podcast. We are back from our mini vacation. Uh, thank you all for being so patient with us. I am alongside John, Chris, and Nick, and we are here to talk about the last episode of SmackDown Live, Baron Corbin as our new King of the Ring, and some. Uh, we're going to answer some fan questions today. So yes, that's right. We have fans. Welcome, yes. And they have Many questions. Fans. And they have questions for us. They want to know may, what we think. We may or may not have answers. The, I don't know. We have the dozens and dozens, and I I think that's it. Yeah. Dozens yeah. and dozens. So that's 24 and... It. 24? Uh, uh, more like two baker's dozens. Uh-huh. I think we have 26 oh, people. Yeah. Now I want cookies. So, yeah, we were, we were away for a little while, and uh, John and Nick and myself, we were in Orlando... Just, you know, yeah, talk about that. Hanging out. I don't know how much you guys want to know about our Orlando trip, but we did go to Hogan's Beach Shop. You know, after Orlando. after he was in the studio last week, he invited us over to Hogan's yeah. Beach Shop in Orlando, and we, we graciously took the invite uh, and met him down there. And there's actually pictures of us with him. He had his arms wide open for us. Yes. And, and uh, this was, this was, this was about as like Florida as it as it gets, you know, like <laughs> Hogan's Beach Shop. There was a, a ton of uh, a ton of toys, belts, memorabilia, and I'm pretty sure we were the only customers in there. Actually, I think when we left, the girl behind the counter actually closed the door and like locked, locked it behind. Yeah. Her. <laughs> <laughs> now and it was like two fifteen in the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> now you just can't leave. But now the the one thing I will say that everyone should be aware of, in case you are not, is that. There is now a series of vintage style WWE figures, and if you collected WWE figures from like the early '90s, you would know exactly what I'm talking about. It was the tiny little blue card. The figures were about three, four inches big each, and they had like a handful of different styles. There was the clothesline one, the one that jumps up and down. But basically, they have the current superstars in the old school figure format. So I can't remember the name of it, uh, but they do have this line out. I just wanted to give a shout out to that. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, some of them look pretty cool. Nice. Except like when you have when you don't have guys like Randy Savage and Hulk Hogan, and they they just like little they look like little men, like yeah. little short <laughs> men. Well, didn't they I also? Don't know. Well, they also had like a like a like an ex, not exclusive, but um, uh, like a higher end version of figures. Where it's like higher um, end, like it was like Seth Rollins, but it was like super oh, like expensive. It was like very specific moments in their yeah. career, like oh, this yeah. is when Seth Rollins threw a wrench at Dean Ambrose. Yeah, in <laughs> episode I, seven of Raw. I, I thought that, I thought that was pretty cool that they had that. Uh, it was it was a cool experience to go there, and then we also uh, checked checked out Universal Studios, which was which was pretty sick. Nothing wrestling related at all, except a lot of people with. Uh, Ballard Club shirts. Ballard Club and, shirts. Yeah. A, lot, a lot of Ballard Club shirts and like the the Young Bucks t-shirts. Yes. A lot of those. So a good mix of WWE and AEW being representative. Yeah, I, I think that's more TNA territory though for uh I think oh, it yeah. is. Isn't that, isn't that where they filmed That is TNA? where they filmed Impact. Yep. Where filmed they filmed Impact. at like some university? No, they filmed... No, they film. Uh, they filmed uh, Impact in Universal Studios for a very long time. Oh wow! Yep. Right. Yeah, Shows in the old, in the old Nickelodeon Studios uh, sound stages. Wow. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, speaking of uh, sound stages, I don't know. This is the worst segue. Let's talk about SmackDown. Well, SmackDown probably next- has a sound <laughs> stage. <laughs> How is that a sound stage? What, what, what? Well, starting next week, we're gonna have about nine hours of wrestling content to catch yes. up with. We have three hours of Raw, two hours of NXT. Two hours of AEW. Yep. And then another three hours of SmackDown. 
Hey, and a, and a, and a, SmackDown's and a, going to three hours? Yeah. Yeah, oh SmackDown's going to three hours. SmackDown and live. A, a public a public service announcement. If you have your DVR scheduled to uh, tape SmackDown live, you are now going to have to change it because it is now called Friday Night SmackDown. So you're going to have to go and re-DVR that in case you're not going to be home on yeah, Friday. Wow. And, and according to Chris, uh, he actually tapes it still. So if for I those tape you, it on a VHS those, yeah. tape. Yep. I set my VCR to uh, <laughs> it's, it's still grainy, but I, I can still make it out. <laughs> make sure he, he's taped over. He's taped over Days of Our Lives like fourteen, 14 dives and like Busty Cops too. <laughs> make sure the tape is always rerun before you do it. I I legit I remember I taped like this episode they had of like all like the divas doing this was like years ago. I taped it over. I taped over like a, like a graduation video or something, and I like labeled it as like SmackDown. Do not watch. <laughs> oh, Andrew! I was like, guys. Ma, that's this is my SmackDown tape. Don't watch it. Give it to me. It. Be smacking it if you know what I mean. Smacking it down. Uh, laying the fat down. All right. Anyway, uh, wow. Tuesday night SmackDown is now going to be Friday night SmackDown. Three hours shift to next week. Uh, we know that Lesnar and Kofi are going to fight for the title. Yes. I think, I mean, we can talk about it more next week, but I think Lesnar is going to win. I think it's just as many eyeballs as you have on, on SmackDown. I, I think it makes sense. I don't know. What do you guys know. think? I think it's just too well, plain obvious that they're making it seem like he's going to win. I have a feeling something weird is going to happen. I, I also agree with Nick on this one. Yeah. But I was also reading something that Lesnar uh, is now committed to a full schedule. I saw something like he has he has a lot of dates set up. Yes. Right? How old is he? Like he's got to be getting mm, up close there to forty, maybe. Where he's going to be working a full time schedule, like yeah. on SmackDown. Yes, like he's going to be on every Friday night. Yep. Oh my. Well, they're changing the whole schedule of how like they they. You know, film, uh, Raw and SmackDown because they're it's going to be live on Friday nights. See, it's to, it's I don't I don't even know how that's I mean I. They're getting a billion dollars over the course of four years, but I guess they figured it out one way or another. But yeah, Friday night SmackDown is going to be three hours, and I feel like there's there's too many people watching, especially it being on Fox. And I think they're trying to make it more of like a fight night type show versus like a soap opera. I so think, you don't think there, there's going to be less influence of storyline? Mm, I I think. I think, well, at least for the first episode, I think Lesnar's going to win. Because I think people want to gauge, you know, and especially since he has, Lesnar has so many dates, I think it only makes sense for him to, to well, win. Well, they're going to want to see a splash. They're going to want to see something big happen. Um, like, who knows who Kofi King, I mean, outside of, like, a, a, a wrestling fan, you know, if you say, like, oh, do you know who Kofi Kingston is? Even people I know that are wrestling fans don't know who Kofi is. Right. Like, oh, who's that guy that just won the title? Oh, he was around for a while, right? Oh, yeah. yeah but yeah. what does that do? What does that do to to this magical run that Kofi has been on since WrestleMania? Does that mm. does that cheapen it if you're just gonna let him roll over to Brock Lesnar on the first live broadcast on Fox? Mm. You're not giving your champ that you know the overwhelming favorite. Um, you're not doing him any favors. Yeah, I, yeah. You know what, Andrew? I rudely cut you off so why don't you go first no you go ahead because I've been talking way too much oh yeah you and your big mouth ah <laughs> so um I think that if you have Lesnar win again um not only does it potentially cheapen what Kofi 
uh, has benef- benefited from since WrestleMania. But I think it also would potentially cheapen the mystique of being a person to go over Lesnar because they already tried doing it with Reigns. Unfortunately, that got cut short because of Reigns' illness. Then Rollins became the guy to dethrone the, the beast. beast Slayer. And now Lesnar potentially is going to go over Kofi. And so then who goes over Lesnar? So it now it's becoming a thing where it's not meaning so much to go over Lesnar. I mean, the, the, we had always said the guy to go over Lesnar was due for a big push. But now I think going full circle, it's not really meaning as much as it used to. So I would say Kofi should job to someone who deserves the title a little bit more. I don't know. Well, then do you make Kofi a sympathetic favorite to uh, chase the championship mm-hmm. yet again? Kind of using his former, uh, I guess, the former hook that it happened, like right before WrestleMania, to have him win the title from Daniel Bryan. Do you have that happen? To work. Uh, for several months on SmackDown Live until you get to one of like the big four pay-per-views where you see uh, Kofi slaying the Beast, but that doesn't give that doesn't do the Beast any favors. I just want to interject here. Uh, I want to Please thank do. I want to thank our uh, hot interns, mm. uh, Carolina Christina. Yes, they are smoking hot. Okay, good. Yeah, they're also wives. Yes, as well. Yeah, they're oh. they're married women. Yeah, no, it's inappropriate for us to talk about our interns that way, <laughs> uh, even though they're our wives. But okay, continue. <laughs> I'm not Big thank you. Hi. <laughs> this went off on a really weird tangent. <laughs> but don't you think it would, you know, it would make sense for Kofi to kind of move on with, you know, move away from the title at this point? Do you think it's best around his well, way? Where, where does he or, go from here? Uh, well, I'm thinking of this too. Like, Kofi and I. I want to get into Rollins as well, but like Rollins fought Braun Strowman. There's pretty much nobody else that he's going to, f- to face. And he beat Lesnar clean. True. He beat Strowman clean. Kofi beat Orton clean. You know, that's, and, and basically they, they fought their arch enemies and they won. They came out on top. So now you have Seth going against The Fiend or Bray Wyatt. And I, I we can talk about that a little bit later. Uh, but I think Kofi kind of, like, wh- where does he go from here with the title? I think it would make more sense for him to chase it. I think that'd be more fun to watch. And then you have, <coughs> you have, uh, excuse you know, me, Friday Night Smack. Sorry, my God, <laughs> everyone's everyone's dying literally on the Empty Arena podcast. Um, it's truly going to be an empty arena. It will. Remember how, how about last week's single, my, my single shot episode. Nobody. Yes. Y'all listen to that. Y'all yes, listen to that. I listened to the thirty seconds. I completely listened. Uh, it was basically a glorified advertisement. An advertisement. Advertisement. Um, a bumper. Uh, yeah, I, th- I, I think their stories are, are complete. If they lose the title, I think they're good to go somewhere else at this point. I don't know. Do you guys agree with that? Yes. Um, I mean, I, I mean, but where where else could they go with this title story? Well, they give them to the respective monsters, have two giant heels holding the titles. Essentially, every title, I think, is held by a heel at this point. So maybe they wouldn't yeah, do that. Yeah, that's true. Um, but speaking of title holders, do, what, what, do you, what do you guys think 
of the stock SmackDown has right now becoming a Friday night show. Like it, it was it was in a weird place for a little while. I feel like it's yeah, moving. I feel like the last three years, Tuesday Night SmackDown was a legitimately good show. I think by moving it to Friday might cause it a little, uh, a little trouble. <clears throat> well, they tried that once before. I mean, yeah. granted, it wasn't a live show and it was taped from from Tuesday, right? And then it was on Friday. Nobody watched it, right? No one. I, I think that's that's going to be the issue. Yeah. I mean, I remember being on my lunch break on like Thursday afternoon, saying, "Oh, what's going to happen on SmackDown?" And it's like, "Oh, Randy Orton beats." MVP. I'm like, okay, right. great. I don't have to watch that match on SmackDown now. But <laughs> right. making it live, like you know, it's like a live sport. Like you, you need to be there to watch it. But at the same time, it's also a scripted show essentially. Right. So I, I think it will do better, especially if you know with it being on broadcast. But I don't know. Something I, I, I enjoyed about Tuesday Night SmackDown was that it felt more important than watching Raw on certain weeks. Because I felt like. When they first started this draft, I felt like Tuesday Night SmackDown was more of the wrestling show, and you had like Dean Ambrose as a champion, and you had The Miz as an IC champion, and you had Talking Smack, which was a great show on the network, which I looked forward to watching that more than I did the actual show. Right. And Raw just became this big mess, like this big three-hour mess, but then eventually SmackDown became Raw Jr. with the wild card shit. And right. That, and, yeah. It lost its identity along the way. That that's such a yeah. For that for those brief few weeks, SmackDown became must see TV. That was that was the better show in my opinion. Uh, right when it first went to Tuesday, and for like the weeks and and months that followed. I think once uh, I think it was once Jinder Mahal won the title, that's when it went sour. You and mean Jinder Mahal. Jinder, Jinder Mahal. <laughs> uh, and then but AJ holding it for a year was pretty cool. Yeah, AJ Styles yeah. having the belt for a year, him being a heel. Um, man, I can't believe it's it was three years it's been on Tuesday night. That's a long stretch. Well, don't forget to start off on Tuesday nights. Original, it was originally on Tuesdays. Was it on Tuesdays or yep. Thursdays? I thought it was on Thursdays originally. They taped it on Tuesday, but then they it was it's always on been Thursday. taped on Tuesdays, but it was on Thursdays. I thought it, I it was, thought on it was Fridays, Yes, it was Thursday. You're right. Tuesdays. It was Thursday, but right. then it shifted eventually to Friday. And then it went to Tuesday. And yep. then it, yeah, it was on Friday, but then it went back to Thursday for like 20 minutes. Yeah. And they put it back on, then they put it on Tuesday, which, right. was, which was weird. I digress. I digest, but. Um, no, what was, what was your favorite moment, I think, from SmackDown being on Tuesday nights? I have to say Talking Smack. I think that was the, one of the best segments because it got Miz over like crazy. Yeah. I would say overall that was probably my favorite. And that set up my favorite memory. That set up <laughs> Daniel Bryan's return to the ring. Yes. Yes. That, yes. That segment. Yes. It was yes. one of the yes. the very best. I don't know if it was a work shoot. I don't know what you would, what you might call it. Um, had to be some sort of foreshadowing going on. With WWE knowing in their back of the head back of their head that Daniel Bryan was going to be cleared for wrestling or mm-hmm. in-ring activity. Uh, and to tease that that feud that uh, was really at the forefront of SmackDown for several months, several pay-per-views. Yep. And it made the IC belt, you know, more, uh, you know, more relevant. But then, of course, every time they would build someone up on SmackDown, they'd move them over to Raw. And that's what happened, and that's, I think... 
what led to the downfall. But hopefully now you have three hours of SmackDown, you have three hours of Raw, no more wild card rule. Dear God, how many hours of wrestling content? Um, so that's a three, lot of wrestling more than content. Enough. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten. That's like at least ten hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Plus NXT, eleven, twelve. Dear God. But now speaking of uh, speaking of, you know, wrestling content, we have AEW starting up next week. That's right. On on Wednesday, and that's going head to head with NXT. Although I well I, the first hour of it no. Uh, I think they're going two hours. Starting next week, NXT. Yeah, oh. I believe so. Well, NXT started this week on Wednesday. Well, NXT started. Yeah, it was last week on Wednesday. Last week, right? For one hour, and then the rest of the show finished on on the network, which completely, I, I had no idea they, that did, was happening. They actually split it. Yeah, it was so weird. I'm like, what? I don't really? Yeah, half of it was on the network. They said, "Tune in for the second hour of NXT on the WWE like, Network." No, they were trying to suck. I people will in. not do that. They, hey. were, they were trying to suck people in for the buys for the network. I yeah. suppose is what it was. But Suits had their season finale. Yeah, I'm not, or series finale. For God's sake. Yes, it's yeah, on. Uh, it's on DVR. I will be watching it. Oh, I can't <laughs> wait for the Purge thing back. That show is wild. For those of you uh, who did not know that uh, Suits is moving to Friday nights. Uh, it's they, gonna be they a renamed, live three-hour show. They renamed it to Tuxedos. Harvey Specter is a total boss. <laughs> Love him. Guys, uh, we're changing the empty arena to the Empty Suits podcast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> too little, too late because it's going off the air. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you, Meghan Markle. Thanks, yeah. Obama. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, royal family. <laughs> um. So, yeah, we have AEW starting up next week, which will be. That'll be that'll be huge. Um, it's gonna be huge. I, honestly, I think I'd rather watch AEW than NXT. I don't know. I just feel like NXT to me was just too. I don't know who anyone is still. Yeah, I, no. I know who more people are on AEW than on you AEW. Are, yeah. Yeah. yeah, although like most of now, it hinges on former WWE guys. So I, I, I do have a question for you though. Trying to be the the NXT brand. I don't really follow it as often as I should. Mm-hmm. But um, are they also using the UK guys? They are mixing them in a right, lot. Little, little by little, right? Yeah. They are kind of uh, double dipping. In the, you will. I mean, they obviously the NXT UK has its own show. But right. um, they are, I think, uh, trying to get some exposure for that as well. I mean, it would make sense because it's, it's one other way to draw people in, I suppose, getting an international flavor mixed in. So you got the Brits across the pond showing off their talents. Yeah, and, and there's a guy named Walter. Yeah, Walter is the champion. <laughs> the best is when he came out when he first Hello, debuted. Hello, I'm Walter. When he, when he first debuted, the way he was standing on the entranceway and he had his graphic in the background, he was standing in front of the L, so it looked like it was saying it said water behind him. <laughs> oh, it's like big ass. It's Walter. <laughs> it said a big cast. Big, big ass. Big ass. <laughs> so we have that that's gonna be that's gonna be a big week. Um, <coughs> 205 Live is is 205 Live still gonna run next week? I don't know. I don't know. I hope not. I think those guys are Ooh. getting absorbed into just the NXT and Raw. Maybe I, I, I probably. Miss. I heard I think, a rumor that they wanted to squish it in with NXT somehow, make it like yeah. pre like if they. I guess we're gonna do all their tapings that they were gonna do it like in conjunction with NXT. I don't know. I mean, it's the the flavor of wrestling. I think it would make sense for them to maybe kind of piggyback off of NXT because it is fast, high impact, you know, that pace that I guess the NXT crowd would appreciate a little bit more. But um, 
I'm really not sure because again, there's 205 live. There really isn't much happening. The there, best guys no, have already, yeah. I think, moved up. Yeah. There's I only just four uh, of them on that show. I look forward to seeing Jericho officially crowned as the as the champion. If he can find his belt, that'll be yeah. If he doesn't lose his belt, then like a, a Walmart a trade show. <laughs> However, uh, him and Cody are throwing shade at each other on a on a social medias. Is that uh, a work shoot? Social medias on the social medias. I just uh, you know. So apparently, Cody books first class flights and Jericho's working out and listen, Sweat guys. Gyms. <laughs> this is gonna be a great show. That's my Cody impressions. <laughs> a little bit of the bubbly. Uh, Excuse I just, me, I couldn't uh, hold it. That's Chris pour some of, of the bubbly. Well, I hope that, you know, when... Like, pour one for you, homies, Chris. Once yeah. once these shows start going weekly, then I, I, I think the pay-per-views will be more fun to watch. Because obviously, like, you know, doing a pay-per-view a month with no storyline, it, it's, it's tough to say on a Saturday night, I'm going to go watch, you know... Someone, so on and so on, you know, versus so on and so on. Like, I don't know who these people are, but you know, there's no storytelling to it, and it's hard to talk about it too. On yeah, no, podcast. it's very hard to talk about it. Yeah. Although I am looking forward to um, watching Orange Cassidy. Ooh, Orange Cassidy. Orange Cassidy is on AEW now, and it is. I, I was watching some clips of him uh, on. Now, on the who, who is who is Orange Cassidy? Orange Cassidy is a indie guy. Uh, who was just signed to AEW, who wrestles primarily with his hands in his pockets. Oh, I've seen this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, just he like... has sunglasses on. He wrestles with his arms in his pockets. He has done, I've seen him do a suicide dive through the ropes with his hands in his pockets, not bracing <laughs> himself at all. Wow. Um, that takes some balls. Yeah, no, it's it's actually yeah. pretty fun to watch him. Damn. Imagine he wrestled with his arms. I I'm he, actually, he does. I know, I'm, I know, I'm yeah. actually kind of excited for MJF. Yeah, MJF is going to be awesome. Yeah, he, he's like the Miz on the steroids. Miz, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> I think is. that's what's going to make him a good, you know, a good uh, counterpoint to counterpart to the uh, the Miz. His his heel tactics on social media are second to They're none. They're so good. They're second so good. to none. He lives and breathes what? the heel life. Dad, tell him how it's second to none. <laughs> <laughs> we were the, just watching the, the Fiberama. T- uh, <laughs> for those commercial. of you who are not in the, uh, the New York area. Uh, there's a local commercial that you have to watch on YouTube. It's really bad. Yeah, it's Fiberama. It's worth the worth the look up. It's worth. And you'll a, get what what just happened. It's and, worth. A and listen. it's about twenty years old. So although we've we've missed quite uh, we've missed some time, let's let's talk about uh, King Corbin. He won King of the Ring. I mean, there's so much that happened on Clash of Champions. There was only you know 27 matches on that card. Yeah, um, not a lot. Uh, it happened. You know, it happened very quickly, but. King Corbin. Uh, well, he, he wasn't even crowned on Clash of Champions. No, However, that was I, total BS. Did you guys see the awful Photoshop job? No. Oh, of, the, of the robe? Of oh, the him? robe and the crown. Oh, God, it, was it looked so awful. Bad. It looked really bad. Like I think I think they're creative design people, Raw, for WWE. They need to either need get to fired, fired or... immediately. Yeah, it, it looked awful. Take classes. Yeah, was I don't it? know if it was that was worse that or when Alberto Del Rio had the money in the bank yeah. contract and John actually guys actually pointed this out he actually paused it we were watching it at Andrew's uh, apartment uh, and he's like wait a minute and Del Rio's arm looked like it was like ten feet long and his hand was like wrapped around Mr. the briefcase. Fantastic. It was so bad. <laughs> Someone had a Google so, like. Senor, it's fantastico. Yeah. Fingers. But anyway, yeah, yeah, the the, the corporate Photoshop was was awful. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah. 
It was bad. However, his actual king getup looks sick. He has like a black crown. He has like the black uh, cape, scepter. black scepter. I think it fits perfectly. And some of the so I'm I'm on some of these uh, you know wrestling fan boards. I've been or are they fan are they message board? No, they're like fan Facebook groups. Facebook groups. Whatever. Um, and some of these comments are like, man, Gable should have won. Gable should have won. I'm like, well, if he won, he would have been a face for 20 minutes, and like he would have been really popular. But then you have other guys like Cedric Alexander, Buddy Murphy, Daniel Bryan. Uh, uh, who's that other guy? Oh, Ricochet, Rey Mysterio. All these smaller guys that are all like doing the underdog shtick. If if he won, he would have just gotten lost in the shuffle. Corbin winning makes so much sense, and I'm so happy for him because he de- yeah, he, he, he lost. He needed his, a reboot. He, yeah, yeah I, I I called it for him. I said it was either going to be him or Elias. You know, yeah. I have to look back in a few weeks ago where we had uh, our, our good friend King King John Broadway on. Wow. <laughs> I have allergies. I'm sorry. Allergies. So King John Broadway. I, I know they called the clap allergies. Um. <laughs> Boom. Oh. Sorry. Oh, shit. Um, King John said, I, I, I think, I mean, I could, I could be misquoting him. and I, If I am misquoting him, I apologize. A thousand apologies. A thousand Highness. apologies. But Your he Royal did, Highness. I think we, we were talking about how uh, heels make the best kings. Yep. And think about it. I mean, do you, I don't remember Bret Hart being a King of the Ring winner. Yeah, no. I don't remember Edge being a King of the Ring winner. No. I don't remember. I don't remember any faces being a King of the Ring winner, but I remember Booker T. I remember uh, King Booker, Booker T. Sheamus, Barry. Even though they were kind of like the the bootleg version, right? But they were still heels. They were still heels. I still remember them. They still kept the gimmick going. But King Corbin's a gimmick that can stick around for a little while, right? And it makes so much sense. Makes so much sense. And, And Gable, yes, I feel you know, he's really really good, but he has. He has the personality, as Chris would say, the personality of a wet rope. Like I, he has. I, I, you know. Honestly, I did, I forgot Chad Gable was still wrestling. <laughs> I, I I watched Raw the other night. The new hairdo. Yeah, I watched Raw the other night. Like, Who the hell's this guy? Yeah, and he's like, like right. he's like super like peppy. Yeah, he like looks when he comes out. He looks upset all the time. <laughs> well, everybody like, keeps giving me shit. I'd be upset too if. I'd be upset too if I was in that position that he was in. He gets to, well, and also this he gets to he gets to still wrestle with Corbin. He still gets the rub. I hate saying that phrase. He gets the rub of being <laughs> a, alongside the <laughs> along, alongside the King of the Ring. The rub. Well, still, this is this is what I think the second match that they've had together. It's actually pronounced this, this it's actually wrong. pronounced Ring in his thing. Oh God, <laughs> oh boy. This ain't the empty arena podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, they, they fought twice. They fought on Raw, which honestly, and I'm sorry, I'm going to vent about this for a hot second. Do they it. they put the match on Raw instead of Clash of Champions. I get it; the card is way overcrowded, but you're you're the whole thing is ruined by them not doing this on a bigger stage. Yes, I'm sorry. It cheapens it. It, it does. It, it cheapens it. In that case, they, what they really should have done is brought back the old format. Just do King of the Ring as one pay-per-view. All the matches then. 
imagine they did, made a pay-per-view called King of the Ring and they're like, oh, we have no room to fit the King of the Ring match. <laughs> what do we do? Let's do it tomorrow. That's a great idea. So I just do it. Just do it tomorrow. Just do it tomorrow. <laughs> Everybody's tired. Let's pack it in. Let's go home. <laughs> At the same time, it did give them a little bit, you know, it gave them a spot on Raw, but still, I don't know. It, and it was an outstanding match. It was a very good match. Right. And, and uh, Corbin won clean, mm-hmm. as, which as it should have happened. By the way, I don't. I think we completely glossed over this. But did you guys know what Extreme Rules Baron Corbin gave Becky Lynch an end of days? Anyone remember this? No, because I, I was on YouTube and it said, uh, it it said Corbin gives Becky Lynch like uh, end of days. I'm like, this has to be clickbait. So I clicked it, of course. And then, <laughs> and it's him straight up giving Becky Lynch an end of days at at, at in their Extreme Rules match. Was like, it a mixed whoa. tag? Yeah, it was that mixed tag. Oh yeah, uh, him and Lacey Evans. I, 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 yes, do not, I yes. don't remember that. All right, I remember it with Lacey Evans. Right. Uh, and yeah, I was like, oh my god, that's. When's the last time? Like, this is not me too. Yeah, when's the last time I met? Did a like I'm surprised I didn't hear anything else woman. about this. Yeah. And I know in the SmackDown game, if you hit, attempt to hit a woman, you get disqualified. Not that I've tried. I just mean, like, I've, <laughs> I've tried a few times. All right. So, anyway, let's, uh, let's, get, to our another, uh, let's get to another segment that we're, uh, we're rolling out. This is a fan question. We have fans. We have people that listen to this. Our first question is our, from our buddy Jason Torres. He's on Instagram. It's Jason Torres underscore photography. Hey, Jason. For all your photography needs, go to Jason, Jason Torres for Photography. His question is about Bray Wyatt. Very good question. Topical. This is the question. I like where the character is going, but am I the only one worried about him wrestling with the mask on? There's no way he can do long matches with that mask on. Plus, after he fights Seth Rollins, what do they do with him? With this type of persona, you, you, know, you can't have him just come out and wrestle in mid-card matches. It would kind of kill uh, the character. So yes, that was that was one thing we wanted to talk about. We saw him on Raw, you know, uh, for the last few weeks, attacking legends or quote unquote legends. I don't know if, if we classified King as a legend. Well, I guess he is, but he's been attacking random people, and now he is full on in a feud with Seth Rollins. They're going to fight at Hell in a Cell. I don't know. Do you think it's too early? For him to be in the universal title picture, I mean that's kind of a big deal. But you know, again, he's been around for a while, so I think is it maybe his time, or are they jumping the gun too quick? Where well, do y'all? Where Where do you go with him? I, I I understand Jason's questions. I mean, it's almost as if you've broken the glass ceiling too early, where you, you I mean, presumably, unless some schmozzy thing happens, some sort of a swerve where. It gets in the way of Bray Wyatt's pursuit of the WWE Championship, per se, and someone interferes in the Hell in a Cell match. I've heard The Undertaker could be a possibility, uh, as they might be on a collision course for a WrestleMania match. But if you put the title on on The Fiend, I'm sure you can put you can do a lot of fun um, Firefly Funhouse segments about it. Uh, but who, who faces them? You're going to get the rematch with Seth. Is it do you, do you have Seth lose twice? I don't know. I, I One thing I did notice about Bray's promo from this week uh, that stood out was um, when he was doing the Firefly Funhouse segment, he said something like, you know, uh, 
it's not good to get too attached to certain things or something to that effect, like not getting attached to something. So I think if if he won the title so soon, um, that would kind of like be contradictory to what he was trying to convey in the promo. So I maybe for right now, maybe not having the title would, would be a good thing for him. I think he just should just go around and just terrorize people and, and something will happen maybe with the match where there's like no clear winner or something, but something to protect him. But um, I think he honestly, I know we said last episode that, you know, maybe it would be a good idea for him to get the belt soon. But the more that I think about it, I think it would just be blowing the load a little too fast too soon. I think there's a Nick. lot of it that you could Yo. do with it. Hey, this ain't empty arena. That was a masturbation <laughs> joke. Uh, do you guys think he should have feuded with Strowman for a little bit longer? I mean, either way, he should have. He should be going over in his next feud, no matter what. Mm-hmm. He needs a, a a chain of victories. But if he is with Rollins now, he needs to win the title. There's, if he does not win the title, he is going to look like a fool. Um, Again, and. and you know, and what kind of match is he going to have with Rollins? You know, will he have a long match with that with that flesh mask on? Which that can't be breathable. Horrifying, by the way. He he looks like the Joker from the new, you know, from the new Fifty Two Batman series, mm. um, with like the the face over you know over his face. Mm. Yeah, it's a face on a face. He looks like the roided <laughs> Joker from Arkham Asylum. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Look? Yeah. But the eyes, the contact lenses. <laughs> if, Hello, yeah, Batsy. Sorry. Hello, Batsy. Sorry if uh, if you guys haven't played you know anything since like N sixty four, but yeah, this is a sorry, PS. Chris. I'm looking at Chris because Chris. <laughs> All Star uh, Baseball two thousand was a wonderful game, as was Madden ninety nine, and <laughs> um oh god WrestleMania two thousand, yeah. uh, WCW versus NWO World Tour. If you want to listen to our podcast about. Video games. Check out like our like we had like like our third a third episode had uh, was about uh, wrestling video games. Yeah, yeah, it's a good listen. Anyway, I I digress. I digress this time. I digest. Um, we are digesting some pizza. Is is he? Hmm. If he does like, is there a way? Because what's gonna happen is as soon as he loses, everyone's gonna say, oh well, he's back to the old Bray Wyatt. He's just gonna keep jobbing out to everybody else. Um, does it make sense if the Undertaker interferes? Because I, I have a feeling if the Undertaker interferes and and uh, at this point I think the Undertaker may have to interfere uh, because Kane, Kane uh, Mayor Mayor Kane came out of uh, Knoxville, Tennessee, uh, to I guess attack. What I want to know is where in the hell was the Secret Service? Very true. He's well protect- protected when he's on a stage. Good question. Yeah. With no other threats, but yet he enters an arena like you expect yeah. to get attacked. I mean, I know he dressed for the occasion, <laughs> but the Secret Service was nowhere to be found when the mandible claw was locked in. It was very dangerous for an elected official. <laughs> and not a soul called 911. No, no one. Imagine there's like an old lady from Knoxville and she's looking at that TV. <laughs> oh, oh my God, God, the mayor! The mayor's <laughs> being assaulted on live TV! By the friend? The friend. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the, the who that was the He's friend? He's no friend of mine. <laughs> <laughs> I did, I did not know Edith Bunker lived in Tennessee. <laughs> oh, Archie. <laughs> so wow, this is a wow. Jason. I hope you like this answer because this is way long winded. Um, 
I, I, I personally think he just he needs a title as soon as possible at this point. Yeah. Um, just you know, finally strap a rocket to him and you know, uh, blast him to the moon. But is he your flag bearer? Can he? Can Vince McMahon trust the fiend? <laughs> just imagine like them uh, like WWE in a boardroom, and they have to present to Fox like, okay, so the champion of the show will be this guy called the Fiend. And they'll, yeah, he's a predator, okay. and probably don't want to let children watch it. What do you guys think? Yeah. Minutes later, thrown out a window. <laughs> Isn't that a meme? Yeah, that's that's what I was going for. <laughs> that, meme. that classic. So that that he has to stay on. He has to stay on Raw. Yes, they. I think any of that weird shit's gonna stay on Monday Night Raw. You know, and on USA. SmackDown's gonna be the Happy Go Lucky Show. I think SmackDown's gonna just be more of the wrestling based show. Okay. So I think, yeah, I don't know, maybe he doesn't win it. I don't know. I think he There's should. There's got to be a schmozzy finish. I, I think he should, but I don't think he will. That's, Chris, Chris, that takes a lot of chutzpah to say schmozzy. Mm-hmm. I'm a bitch. Um, What do you guys think? Should, will he win? or? I, I think eventually he'll win. I mean, Wyatt has not had a title win. Untrue. And, well, he's he had, but I mean... I mean Except like that SmackDown championship. Yeah. We fought Randy Orton and he like they fought with like projectors of like yeah. roaches. Yeah, that, that, roaches. I mean, but but he hasn't like it's not a real true title win. Like I don't remember that he was champ. Yeah, right. You don't remember it. Like I remember that he won the title, but I don't remember. Like I think a Sporkle quiz. I think if you played Sporkle and you're like, oh Bray Wyatt was a champion. Oh cool. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, he was. No, that, that's like when you just start typing ra- random names to get the answer mm-hmm. on Sporkle, and it's like, oh all right, yeah. I can't believe we're talking about Sporkle yes. right now. Well, speaking of more uh, of fan questions, and Undertaker was, you know, mentioned. Our our good friend uh, James F, who, you know, he's a he's a, you know, listens to the podcast a ton. He's super passionate, and one of his favorite wrestlers, probably if if not the his favorite wrestler, is the Undertaker. And one of his questions was, you know, if there's a, a is he related to Axel F? Axel, yes, Axel. F- Foley? Okay, so okay. yeah, he he had the ringtone with the, yeah. the frog ringtone. Yeah. One of his questions was, who would we have? What what wrestler did the Undertaker not feud with? That would have been a uh, good feud, Ooh. or a dream match or a dream feud. Sting. Uh-huh. Well, Sting Sting's the obvious. Answer. I think Sting is yeah. super Sting is obvious answer. But can I can I throw hmm. one in? That people would probably not think of. Think of. How about Razor Ramon? Ah, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. They never Razor, right paths. around the same time, I, I would say the mid, mid-90s. They I overlapped know, for sure. For yeah. sure. Several yeah. years. Um, I know that Taker was around in 91. I think he, he debuted 91 um, Survivor Series. And uh, Razor Ramon really... Became notable around the mid 90s. 94, 95 with those ladder matches mm-hmm. with Shawn Michaels. And Shawn Michaels made the translation to The Undertaker with the Bad Blood, the, um, uh, the, the Hell in the Cell match, the first ever Hell in the Cell match. They had very memorable uh, feuds, and even more recently at WrestleMania 25 and 26. But Razor Ramon, who uh, pound for pound was probably one of the sh- most, one of the strongest. That would have been a good, yeah. Strongest wrestlers of that era. Uh, I think would have put on a, a, a very nice feud. What about the Macho Man and the Undertaker? Ooh, yeah. They, what? 
They never cross paths. No. Man. That's like, you know, two single people that's like, why don't they get, why don't they get together? Yeah, right? I mean, that makes so much sense. Like, that would be like an They're awesome... They're so good with each other. They're so... You guys going together? That would have been... Uh, yeah, and I feel like Undertaker has such a... Um, he's like so like dark and scary that he can mesh well with any person. Like, it's, it's always a cool matchup because there's no one else like him. Right. You have two charismatic guys like, you know, The Rock and Stone Cold. It's like, oh yeah, they're both really charismatic put on awesome matches but the taker is so far away than you know as far as the character goes like he's so far away from anybody else that he yeah, there's so many people that he could have I'll tell you he really overshadowed done. that that brief feud with Hulk Hogan in the early 90s where I think they they uh, taker won one and then Hogan won it back like the next night or two nights later it was like a Tuesday in Texas some yeah. nonsense yeah. Mm-hmm. but I mean Hogan was like a freaking comet <laughs> he was so popular yeah. uh, and Taker really overshadowed him in that in, in that feud that very brief feud which is why I think it was brief just not to overshadow the Hulkster did right. Jericho and Undertaker have a feud I feel like I think they did later on like it may have been like 08 09 because that was probably a point where I did not watch wrestling for a while no but I, I think that that would have been a perfect attitude era match. I don't think they feuded formally. Right. I was. I, I think yeah. that would have been. I think that would have been good. I. You know. I. Th- I think you're right. I, yeah. I, I think that was not. I don't think that was a, a, a strong feud. Right. Because K- Jericho feuded with Kane. Jericho feuded with a lot of like more of the technical dudes. Right. Uh, but he never. I don't think he ever really feuded with monsters. Right. Like big. You know. Like maybe there was that one thing with Kane where literally Kane spilled coffee on him. Or. <laughs> Jericho spilled coffee on Kane. Yeah, or Jericho slipped on a bottle of vodka. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> oh, that, who could forget that? <laughs> I, this is the one. I think he. I think a good feud with him would have been, uh, with The Rock. But I know they feuded. I know they 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 semi feuded. Was never Madness, really. Sarah. Yeah, American Vera. But Rock should have been a part of the a part of the streak at WrestleMania. Rock Taker, I think that would have been a really good build. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like once Taker went the route of badass, he he started blending in with other wrestlers. I don't know. I wasn't. I I liked it. Looking back, I like it. In retrospect, I like it. But then I was like, ugh, what the hell? He's wearing denim on denim. Uh, what the hell? Uh, no, I think the Rock and him would have been a pretty good match at Wrestlemania yeah so I thought those were pretty uh, those pretty are good uh, really good fan yeah. questions and our, our good friend King John asked us what's our favorite pay-per-view I told them Capital Punishment from Washington D.C. mine has always been, been Fatal 4-Way because it was only one uh, <laughs> uh, only one Fatal 4-Way any Royal Rumble or Holly, Halloween Havoc I yeah, always I, loved I, Halloween Havoc I, I'm a big World Rumble fan. Yeah, as am I. And Jovi, we'll get to your questions next week. That's some of the point, Jovi. Some of the point. We haven't forgotten about you. I, I won't quit you, Jovi. Thank you for your support. And there's other, a few other podcasts actually supported us a few weeks ago. Um, oh, who w- did it? Want to give a shout out to uh, some of our uh, some of our friends. So I would like to I would like to give a personal shout out to the uh, the Poppers Pit. Popper's Pit. 
has been a yeah, Mr. That's Papa's King John's. Penguins. That is uh, King John's uh, very own uh, YouTube channel. Go check him out. He's an uh, Instagram channel as well. So many Funko Pops. Yes. A ton of them. And all very, very rare ones. Yeah. And I'm looking around John's, uh, we're, we're looking around the studio here, and John has quite the oppressive uh, collection of Funko Pops. The centerpiece, I'm sure. Our friend, uh, our friend. Alex Trebek. Sorry. Yes, it is. <laughs> my, my favorite is uh, Ooh, sorry. Dustin from Stranger Things. Yep. Um, the Funko Pop has no teeth. I like Eleven with Eggo Waffle. <laughs> Is that a Chinese food order? Or, uh... <laughs> um, this, uh, this this channel, Podcasting Secrets, they gave us a nice formal shout out, made us look fancy on their Instagram. We were uh, featured in their quote unquote featured podcast two weeks ago. Oh, so, damn. Very cool. Thank you for that. Thanks that so shout much. Out. Yeah, so uh, we have a lot of uh, a lot of a lot of fans out there. So we really appreciate your uh, your love and, and support. Don't forget to uh, prayers rate us on iTunes. Uh, download us, even if you don't listen to us, just hit just play. Download us, yeah. Just, just you, hit play. Just just give us five stars. You'll get used but, to our voices eventually, and you might even like us. I think you will. Just a and bit. we all think you will. Check us out on social media, Instagram, Twitter. Facebook, uh, Gmail, empty arena podcast at gmail.com, right? That's that's the that correct. That is it. That's correct. Gmail. Uh, Twitter's at empty arena show. Instagram, empty arena podcast. Check out dank memes, funny stuff. Like us. Just keep hitting like wherever you see the empty arena. And then if you subscribed, unsubscribe and then subscribe again. Do it. Don't tell anyone to unsubscribe, Chris. People well, may, no. they if may you forget. Subscribe and then you subscribe right away. It helps. So on that note, guys. That's a thing. <laughs> uh, I don't know about that. On that note, I. But just stay subscribed. On that note, good evening. Later. Good night. Good night. Peace out, everybody. Good night. This has been an Awesome Studios production.